Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Wild Chats, your home for everything animals. I'm Ryan. That's Maria. <laughs> and uh, today uh, I decided to uh, look into the comparison between dogs and kids. Because the comparison between dogs and kids, how similar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, specifically when it comes to playtime. Okay. I, I I think when it comes down to playtime, uh, you know, kids are just big dogs or big dogs are just little kids. We we kind of enjoy doing some of the same stuff. Yes, um, we do. What is the, in your experience, we won't go breeds and, and, and stuff, but like through your history with dogs, what's the most playful breed you've come across? Playful breed. Um... The thing is, what I've noticed the most is not necessarily who was the most playful, but at what age in their lives. Okay. And it's always fair to say that a puppy is going to be more playful than any other dog. But I cannot think of any particular breed that I could say, oh, this one is the more most playful. Just because I met them at different stages of their lives. So it wouldn't almost be fair to say. But okay. one of the most playful I have had encountered myself was a Yorkie. Okay. I was gonna, even or neighbor like, dogs, tiny little dogs for some yeah. peculiar reason. But even like dog parks and stuff like that. I mean, I, I think that you could kind of extrapolate, like if it's playful as an adult, it was probably really playful as a puppy. So you can kind of go, all right, at one year old, I would assume like these are some of the more playful breeds. Like Chihuahuas, just they're not super playful dogs. Um but some breeds really are. Based some, on your experience, huh? <laughs> uh, well, you know, I don't have that other. I got Pepita like, so so we have a running joke. We just, since Pepita was adopted, didn't ever really know how old she was, and Maria just kept saying, "What well, was it? Eight years old? She's eight years old. She said it for like three years." So I was like, oh, "We are we are now the third <laughs> anniversary of Pepita's eighth birthday." And the funny thing is, by the time we switched to nine, she had just turned eight. <laughs> <laughs> then I got confused again. So we actually could never really figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> and unfortunately, she's not like a tree. We can't uh, age her by her, her dental tree rings because she's hardly got any teeth left at this point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the vet did say that she's about 11 or 12. So. Okay. Okay. So, so the vet aged her by her dental tree rings, basically, <laughs> or lack thereof. Or lack thereof, yes, yes. I don't know. It always seems like golden retrievers, and some of those like mid to large dogs always tend to be like super playful. I, I think little dogs have a lot of energy, but I don't know that they're necessarily playful. Um, there's border kind of collies that... are very playful. Like I, I had experience with border collies. Okay. And uh, mixed breeds, mixed breeds to me are honestly some of the best dogs, mm -hmm. not only because genetically and physically they're stronger, okay, but also because of the mixing of those genes, you increase the pool, uh, the genetic pool, therefore reducing illnesses that may make a dog be a little slower or grumpy. It feels like just the mixture of the, of the genes will by itself made the dog stronger, better, and therefore maybe even happier. Okay. I'm going to go with that. No, that makes sense. It's not proven scientifically. That makes sense. Um, but we'll, we'll stay on the, the uh, philosophy of pool then. Since okay. we're going to go with the, the parallels, every every kid likes to play in a pool. That's, that's yes, always a yes. good time. Above ground, 
tiny, large diving board. It just seems like kids in water. Kids but in water. dogs aren't, they're not big swimmers. They're not big fans of water. We've talked about Pepita not being a big fan of water. But sometimes there's a trick for that. There's a way that the dog can play in the pool and not have to get wet. And this oh, dog figured out how to do it. And he's having a blast while he does it. <laughs> that is pretty adorable. That uh, is very adorable. Come winter time, it's all right. Just cover the pool. This guy's good. It's like a gigantic waterbed to him. That's about all he needs. He's good. <laughs> that dog is having a blast. Like You can yeah. definitely tell. Any frame you stop that video at, any frame, that dog will be having a blast. All right, let's 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 do it. Let's see, right here? Right there? Oh, yeah, he's mid-run. Get out of my way, human. Get out of my way, human. Yeah, any, any, any clip you choose. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, a little trampoline action there. Okay. Got to make the turn. Oh, circled the plant. I missed that one. <laughs> he like that obstacle. Was very, very agile. Very yeah. agile. He obstacle courses this thing, basically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> obstacle course. <laughs> All right. Got to go around the plant. All right. I'm good. Circle back. Circle back. <laughs> I love how he's like trying to come up with a plan. Like he doesn't, like he didn't just go through the same routine. No. He just had his own little... A plan. Yeah, he definitely had something going on there. A little path going on there. <laughs> <laughs> that is so cute. Dogs are just adorable, period. Um, when I used to go to the dog parks, I don't take Pepita that much anymore after an, a chewing incident mm -hmm, that she mm -hmm. had. We've but, shared that um, one. Yep. We did share that one, you're right. That was the but, dinosaur um, costume one, or that was the other one uh, the other one. No, no, she, like, you're right. She's gotten attacked twice, but yeah. one time was her fault. Yeah. And the second time, it really was mine. But in the second chewing incident, and uh, she never wanted to go back. But before, I used to take her a lot to dog parks, and there was a tiny chihuahua mm -hmm. whose owners will actually put obstacle courses. Oh, and yeah. And the dog would just go nuts. Mm -hmm. It was a, And it was a tiny chihuahua. It was like feisty creature like you can almost see the muscles and mm -hmm. feel the just the energy which is just incredible to see such a small dog yeah that's kind of what i was talking about yeah it doesn't matter how old they are or big or small like there's a certain there's a certain energy that comes with playfulness there's there's just having energy like that dog with the pool was clearly playing yes he was high energy but he was playing like there was you know yeah. it wasn't just like i'm running around burning energy um but sometimes dogs don't even really need to go anywhere and they can still <laughs> burn a ton of energy. And then there's the, um, the casual, like, Hey, I don't, I don't want to take care of the kids today. Let's, let's just sit them in front of the TV and, uh, and, and they can, they could just have some fun watching TV. Okay. <laughs> but I don't think kids ever quite got this excited <laughs> sitting around watching TV. I don't know what horse he's rooting for, but I hope the horse is winning at this point. I think his is the red one because the one horse takes the lead and then you can see his focus is kind of still on that light brown horse or the one with the, uh, the red face cover. 
He's like yeah. staring straight at that brown one, even though the uh, the black one is taking the lead. Yeah, I so see I, that. I see that. You're I, right. I that. Like, look, look how high he jumps. I, I mean, know. That he's jumping high. <laughs> but again, it's so that, because he's like analyzing the 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 pattern of run and stuff. <laughs> and then as soon as the other one takes the lead for one second, he even like yeah, he like startled at him. Like he's not supposed to win. You're like, no, not you. And then he goes back to that brown horse again. Like, come on, man, come on, let's go. <laughs> I used to um I used to put animal videos for my cats. Okay. And, I, and it was a lot of fun because I would watch animal videos. So uh birds flying, other cats, and they loved it. When the big mm -hmm. cats would come out, they mm -hmm. would just sit there and just watch them like in awe. Like when you see your superhero and you just just wanna be with that superhero, uh -huh. and he's just sitting there, they used to just sit there, but if birds will go. Then they'll go running, look behind the TV, and you can almost see them wondering, where is, where's the animal? What, what's happening here? Yeah. It's so adorable. Uh-huh. So they have something with, with children. It's called object permanence. You know, the, the whole concept of this. So I'm assuming dogs and animals don't have it, because I watched a video also where a dog was watching TV and a guy was golfing and he hit a drive and the dog followed the golf ball. And then he fought and then he ran all the way over to the window like he he missed tracking the golf ball. So he jumps on the couch, looks out the window like he's looking for where the golf ball went. That is so adorable. <laughs> it really was. That is like, very adorable. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, I know it's supposed to be there. I saw the direction, the speed, the height. I know where it's supposed to be. I am following the trajectory to perfection. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, dogs are, are really incredible at measuring. I was watching uh, some friends recorded a video about with their little Yorkie, and they threw the the tennis ball into the water. Okay. And the dog, instead of just jumping into the water, he climbs into their their pool had like the uh, the jacuzzi was a little higher, so it created a okay. wall for a cascade yeah. to come down, mm -hmm. a waterfall, I shall say. Yes, yeah. Uh, not a cascade soap. But a waterfall. Cascading water. Was, You're all right. Cascading. So it was kind of cute because the dog, the the dog was just literally like measuring the exact the ball, the movement, tracking it, and he just and when he jumped, he literally landed on the ball. I was okay. so impressed. Oh yeah. That was so adorable. Yeah. No dogs are are. Yeah, they do. They they're able to kind of size things up and bounces and trajectories, but it has to be part of like that innate hunting ability and survival skills and stuff where things like that are important. Uh, they don't use yeah, them the same way anymore, but um, still there. Mm -hmm. um, but so some animals uh, like to kind of just do their own thing. And uh, some animals like to get together with, with some friends and uh, actually play some sports, you know, kids, okay. kids get just the neighborhood. Kids out. Yeah, kick the ball around. You know, we, we had the video with the animals playing soccer and stuff. So we, we know that animals like to uh, spend their time playing some sports. But uh, sometimes, I don't know if this guy just got really bored or he just didn't have a lot of friends. But he decided it was time to uh, to teach his dog how to play some basketball. So he had someone to hang out with. Because when you need to dunk, someone's got to pass the ball to you. Yeah, someone's <laughs> got to do it. Look how happy that guy is. Uh -huh. High-fiving his dog. Uh-huh. But look at that. He's, he shoots shots. Oh, he's Makes some passes. 
He's well-rounded. He's got game. <laughs> that is very adorable. That is Isn't very it adorable. It's like swish or nothing. It's like he, he never touches the rim. It's it's all net or all nothing. You're right. <laughs> the technique was so perfect that it didn't even just go hit the uh, the board like like most people do. Yeah. Calculate. But that was such a great pass, too. I mean, it was right where you would need it to be. And then when he takes his shots, I, I'm surprised that doesn't hurt their nose, though, just a little bit. I, I mean, was just thinking that. Good. I was I was trying to see if there was a shot of how the dog hits with the ball, but it, he's not it's, take he's not like you can tell he's not throwing the ball to the dog with force. He's yeah, just allowing kind of like gravity to take yeah. over and and just hit him in a gentle way, and. I don't know. Maybe you develop calluses like when you play volleyball. Yeah, his little nose got some calluses on him. I don't know. I, I still think one of my favorite parts is just the uh, the 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 bro five though. I, I, like, I like the beginning bro five. Like one, two, three, four. Pump it up. Let's go. Round it out. All right. <laughs> I love how that kid just does the the dunking uh -huh. so perfect. Like like you will see uh, a professional do it. And I'm not a basketball. Player. I used to play a little bit in school because we had to play every sport, basically. So it's kind of fun to see people having fun and, and going a little step further than just playing regular ball. Yeah. So outside of a puppy, obviously, what, what do you think is one of the, uh, the top gifts that kids ask for for Christmas from Santa? I would think a ball, maybe a glove. Like a, a ball, a glove, um, okay. Our yeah, childhood like were very different. Um, <laughs> I don't know what besides bicycles. Well, the thing there is, there you go. See, oh, that's really? what okay, I, yeah. yeah. You always got like a bike every five years or so. You kind of outgrew the last one and like, well, that the thing is, because I grew up in a really big city, that biking was not like I couldn't go bicycling around. Yeah, that makes so sense. to me, bicycling will never be one of those thoughts. But once you said, oh, we had very different lives, then I'm like, oh, hold on. Let me move to the American perception yeah. and community living where a bike is the perfect gift for a kid. Yeah. Yeah. This is obviously this is pre-video games. You know, nowadays, I don't know. I, I would assume video game console probably trumps bicycle these days, unfortunately. Any but, day. You know. I think I think any day. Legends of Zelda and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> That's like the last video game I ever played. With Super Mario Bros. and Legends of Zelda. That was okay. like a million years ago. Yeah, but like what version? I mean, those are like really old classic, like classic console games, but then they've made so many versions of them. Like you could have played like the version they came out a year ago. So yeah. Like even like version one. I mean, <laughs> I was I was like 13 or 14. Okay. So. <laughs> so how about you? What was your favorite Christmas present? Ooh. As a kid, besides a puppy. Okay. I have a story, but I'll, I'll tell it in our uh, our uh, post-show, just because I don't... Uh, I want to keep it more to a limited crowd when it comes to uh, Santa and, and such as that. So let's see. Uh, remind me, though, once we get into the post-show. Okay. I will tell that story. Um, <laughs> boy. I don't know. Probably... Yeah, that's what I mean. It's it's like bike or dog. Like those are the two. See, I had a paper route when I was like 11. Uh -huh. So 
at, by about age 11, I feel, kind of feel bad for my parents because there just wasn't anything for them to buy me anymore. Because if I wanted anything, I would just go buy it myself. Um, so there really wasn't a lot of like big gifts and stuff. So it would have been like, yeah, a puppy when I was younger and then like one or two bikes. But by the time I hit 11, there just wasn't really much. Like my mom got really creative one year and she actually... I went to the store and bought gifts with her and then she basically hid them around the house. So it turned Aww. into like a treasure hunt uh, for the, cause I already Who knew what the most fun, honestly, yeah. treasure hunts. That is always so fun because mm -hmm. to me, what was exciting was the adventure. And, and, and I always will say, I want it wrapped with a bow. And I didn't okay. say wrapped. Well, I will say it a little backwards in Spanish. It sounds better. Of okay. course, wrapped sounds really easy in English. But I will say wrap with a bow, whatever it was. Okay. Could be a pen, wrap with a bow. I didn't care what it was. Gotcha. So my sister still teases me about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so this will be fun too. We're, we're going to put this in the uh, the community comments on all the uh, social media areas for everybody to comment on because I, I am curious what they think. But in your opinion, if you were a dog, what would be kind of the top items on your Christmas list if you got to uh, design one? Well, the thing is, because I have a dog, my concept will be based on what I think she will need because that will okay. be my closest perception of being a dog, like caring for her, seeing her every day, spending so much time with her. So if I were to put myself into her little body, I will think probably a, a newer Emilio. Okay. Emilio is her favorite I have to present to Emilio. Is no, I don't have any versions here with no, me, but no. Logan Emilio. It's a hedgehog. Uh, it's, a, it's a hedgehog, thank you. Um comfy bed, an extra blanket, and for sure, uh treats. Okay. Like she's not a big peanut butter fan though for Pepita. So let's generalize dogs though, and just like you're a dog, you're looking out at the world, and for some some way you have the ability to like talk to Dr. Doolittle and kind of give him your Christmas list and, and you're the average dog. What's going on the list? Definitely a good family. <laughs> you're too practical, Maria. Come up with ball or frisbee or something fun here. <laughs> you're like, I would like no. world peace, uh, possibly all the dogs from the shelter freed. Um, <laughs> I was thinking, you were saying the average dog and I'm thinking, most of the average dogs I've met have come from shelters. So to okay. me, that would have been their wish. But you're right. Frisbees are always fun uh, and balls. Like frisbee and ball will be the ultimate present. Pepita oh. used to love those wiffle balls. Okay. All right. She loved when she was younger, wiffle balls. You just toss her wiffle balls. She was gotcha. not very, she has like one neuron. <laughs> 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 She applies it really well, but she has one neuron and okay. she will never go back to fetch the wiffle ball. I will have to go and get it. Like she will go hunt for it, shake it. And then she'll look at me like, okay, toss it again. Well, did, you, you gave her a treat, right? So many times Pepita I has tried an interesting, the training. She has an interesting payment scheme, but I think in Pepita's <laughs> brain, this is what was going on. Thank you for throwing the ball. I got to fetch it. I'm now going to do you a favor and let you burn a few calories to come over here also so you can <laughs> fetch the ball. You're welcome. Pay me. 
That's Thank basically, that's what was going on in Pepita's mind. You know what? You're right. If you translate <laughs> Pepita and her perception of the world, that will be the perfect assumption. Like that will okay. be, you nailed it basically. Okay. So we'll let everybody in the uh, community comments uh, leave leave their versions of what they think uh, a perfect gift would be for. for what would be the perfect gift based on your dogs and, and no, no. your idea? We're going to jump to it now. We're just, we're going to, we're going to slide on through because what I want you to see is if you, since we are mixing kids and dogs and we do think they are so similar, this is what would happen if you were to give a dog a bike for Christmas. <laughs> oh yeah, he's riding the bike. Yes, he is. Training wheels and all. <laughs> That's ridiculously adorable. That is ridiculously adorable. It's like at first I'm like, is he hauling it up a hill so he can like slide back down? But I'm not quite sure why this part is occurring before the riding, but that is impressive. That is very impressive. Like, I would have to agree with you. That is so impressive. And I love how he's just dragging it with such glee. I know. Look at that. Look at it. I got this. Yeah. Okay. Come on. And he's even turned sideways because if he were to just kind of go forward, it would basically tumble. So he's got yep. his body turned so it'll roll. But those are really smart dogs, too. So. That doesn't surprise uh, One thing that if you go, let me see this. This is interesting because if you look at his tail, uh -huh. my first instinct, of course, is like, oh, I hope that tail doesn't get caught. Like the hairs don't get caught on the wheel as, okay. as it moves. <clears throat> I know, but look at it, look at it. Like I was thinking it could get caught in okay. the wheel. <clears throat> we have like one, two, there. Ah! No. <laughs> One, two, there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> One, two, come on. <laughs> One, two, no more video for you. <laughs> you had enough, Maria. Actually, I <laughs> You only get to see the dog and the bike four times. That's it. You're done. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so adorable because biking is such a fun, just the, how fast you move seems to be very entertaining, not only to children and adults, but, but critters. And mm -hmm. I love when, when you see the videos of, of um, what kind of dog was it? Like a Frenchie? Okay. A Frenchie with a skateboard. Okay. Just going downhill with the skateboard. like. Oh, there's a bulldog that does that. Yeah. Like the heavier, rounder yep. bulldogs. Uh -huh, I've seen that one. That one's cool. So yeah. adorable. Yeah. Um, so when you were growing up, do you have like a first time I rode a bike without training wheel story? I don't remember much because, again, we grew up in a city that didn't uh -huh. have that many. So my experiences were borrowing my 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 friends' bikes, and okay. that's how I would practice, was just borrowing their bike. And, and I actually don't know how I got good at biking, honestly. Like, I don't have a recollection, but I am a good biker, but I have did, no recollection. Did you, like, skip training wheels? You're like, well, by the time I got my hands on a bike in a situation to use, my balance was solid. I didn't need training wheels. You know what? I probably wouldn't be surprised if that was the case okay. because okay. sometimes you just have to go for it. And if you have too much fear, that's really what kills you. But once you pedal and you know, you keep it sturdy, uh, steady and, and you're in a nice, I actually remember learning with, uh, skates. I remember okay. learning to skate Okay. and I'm not talking about rollerblading. I'm talking about skates. Like four wheel wide four -wheel. skates, disco roller derby skates. Yes. 
Okay. I remember that as a okay. kid. That is one thing I do have very clearly in my mind. All right. How did how did it go once you took the four wheel wide skates and you went to like the skate park on the ramps and stuff like that? Did that go well? We never had to go <laughs> you and didn't I go to the skate park. <laughs> not a, not nowadays they have skateboard parks everywhere. Mm -hmm. Imagine uh, not here in the U.S. I, maybe a couple of parks you do see, but in in Colombia they're very predominant to see skateboard parks. Uh, at least yeah, in, they're in most in of the major city. parks in the states. They build them so they can make money off of them. I mean, I remember going to like Van Skate Park and stuff like that. But yeah, there was hardly any good free ones. Like we would uh, we would borrow wood from the uh, reconstruction houses in the neighborhood and build our build our own ramps and half pipes and stuff like that my, at my buddy's house when we when I was younger. That was fun. Um, I bet that was an adventure to do that. Yeah, it was a good time. I mean, it's we 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 put some miles on. I got to say, we were at, we were at weird distances from stuff. Like the beach was close, but when you're 12 and you have a bike, like two miles isn't, or three miles or four miles in a big hill isn't really that close. Like it's it's a day's journey, like up and back, and you spend some time there. But it was close enough. Mm. Um, so I, I spent a lot of time on on wheels, but I do remember. Um, learning um how to ride like pools on my rollerblades what do you mean at pools? this point i was probably i don't know i was probably like 19 or 20 at this point but um i literally i fell so many times on the same hip trying to learn how to drop into like this 10 foot pool to ride oh, the pool. a real pool <laughs> like a girl at the skate parks they would they would build there would always be like a big half pipe quarter pipe like a street section and then there would be pools like if you ever see like 90 skateboard like films and stuff they're like they used real pools and then they started building like pools specifically for skateboarders okay. um so i was trying to learn how to ride those on my rollerblades but i every time you know you have a tendency when you fall to kind of go one way or the other yeah and i kept falling on the same hip over and over and oh. over probably like 30 times until because in order to ride a pool, you got to just basically put your nose and point it at the ground and just be okay with it. And you're fine. But if you half do it, you're going to fall back or sideways. But I literally like hairline fractured my hip and I had what looked like half of a softball hanging off my hip because I just, I literally like 30 times just fell on the same hip over and That's over. terrible. That feels awful. And there's no one It's like your shin guards and knee guards aren't really going to help you when you're just falling directly. <laughs> especially hip. not on your on your hips yeah yeah that was uh that that was always fun <laughs> i just think it's so much fun when you see um animals trying to imitate us as they see us repeating things uh -huh. so when you see the dog with the rollerblades or or there's just so many when they're doing yoga to me it's hilarious when mm -hmm. you see people doing yoga and their dogs are doing like the same thing just following uh -huh. them because they also want to be part of the pack and with children, I love when the dog is watching the baby crawl and the mm -hmm. dog is like on the ground, in, on the ground, showing the baby <laughs> how to crawl. Uh -huh. It's just so adorable. It is. It really, really is. <laughs> <laughs> so when you would hit up like the playgrounds and stuff like that as a kid, what what were your kind of go-to toys or apparatus? Where did you go first immediately? Well, um, 
my favorite thing to do was the uh, climbing and then doing the monkey monkey bars. bar. Okay. I always love that. And then merry-go-round? No. Okay. Yeah. It's like a centrifugal force. And yeah, merry-go-round. Mm-hmm. Yes, I used to love having people just go as fast as they could and uh-huh. you're almost flying. That was uh-huh. one of my favorite things. Okay. Swing. Yeah. Not a big swing girl. Like oh, I guess fast. I did like swing. Okay. It's just it was more normal. That's you know. Gotcha. I always I always like the challenge of climbing on top of the monkey bars and just walking on them and doing okay. doing silly things or just using the bar by itself on its own and just doing flips. Yeah. So basically, and, uh, there's like no opportunity to get hurt. You're like, eh, it's too boring. Not interested. Basically. <laughs> In other words, I was a wild child. You wouldn't think so. I'm too kind, too mild now, but whoa. <laughs> like that girl. I was probably, maybe because I got bitten by a monkey. Okay. Then I I, I became. So the monkey know, happened Spider-Man. young, and then you just basically from there. Okay, okay. I'm going to go with that. I'm going to go with that. I'll subscribe Uh, to the concept that I got bitten by a monkey, therefore I am. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Whatever. So I wasn't always like a big... I used to like the swings only because a little bit like you, just to see how high you could go before you jump off. Um, Then when we were growing up, they didn't have like the, the soft padded material they put on the playgrounds. You might get some sand. That's about as cushiony as you're gonna get. And then, and then the cats visit the sand, and then, uh, and then the rain, and then the sand just turns into who knows what. Yeah, you end up with just a patch of dirt and maybe a little bit of grass if you were lucky. Yeah, yeah. And so, and unfortunately, where I grew up, some of the parks were a little older. So the last thing you really wanted to do was be in any of those like round and closed slides. Oh, yeah, no, uh-uh. People would have some drinks at the park and, you know, the teenagers or whoever's there hanging out. And then all of a sudden, that was the only place with shelter to um, do your thing. So all the slides just smelled like pee. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Wow, you inner city child. A little bit, a little bit. Um. I mean, that was I, but my experience <laughs> was so different because we never had enclosed slides. They were all uh, open. They were metal, though. Yeah, ours were metal too. Uh huh. That but was dangerous that, because when you will slide, sometimes you'll hold on to the rail. Yeah. So as time has gone on, they've gotten smarter because, like you said, the metal was no fun. It would get hot in summer. I didn't like the closed tubes because people would hide in there and do stuff they weren't supposed to do, and who knows what it was. But they got smarter eventually. So as time has gone on, that and a water slide is always fun because it's twisty. Like, I like the twisty yes. slides. So much fun. So someone got smart. Wasn't like a big innovation, but you're like, just progress through time. And they came up with the plastic twisty slide. And apparently dogs love them too. <laughs> <laughs> I love how they're like, the guy at the bottom is like waiting. Yeah. He's not trying to get up necessarily. He's actually waiting for the guy. Like, at first I, I thought he was trying to like go the wrong way. <laughs> is that an Akita? No, what breed is that? Inuitsu, Shits Inu. Pug, it looks Akita. like, and then. Oh, there he goes. He's going the wrong way. <laughs> I love greeter. it. He's the greeter of the crowd. 
that is so adorable. That is so adorable when, when that happens. Like I said, I mean, dogs are so much like kids. I mean, what do we, we got playing in the pool. We got uh, watching TV, playing some basketball, riding bikes, going swimming. They're great at swimming. <laughs> they may not like it sometimes, but you're right. Most dogs are kind of equipped. Well, depending, like the Labradors and the retrie well, Labrador Retrievers, they tend to be really good at swimming, and then their webbed, their webbed feet really make them very good swimmers. Yeah. That's so a game for them. <laughs> Just too adorable. So what is like the favorite playing pastime of the dogs that you've had through your life? Playing pastime literally has been chasing each other, tossing a ball. Like that okay. has been the most basic thing that I have seen uh, the dogs that I've encountered uh, besides running around, literally just tossing the ball. And even okay. Pepita, who doesn't like much of anything, will have either Emilio or a ball. Uh, that's okay. All, all right. I just always think it's fun with like two dogs get together. I've told this story before. Sometimes when you have one dog and you get a second dog, like for me, it just doesn't go well. Like the first dog's personality changes um, or there's just a new house dynamic. But sometimes you get that sweet spot where you've got one dog and you buy another one. And all of a sudden they just kind of become best friends. And that level of fun that they had when they were playing just kind of gets amplified by having that other energetic rascal around and kind of take <laughs> them out of their funk yeah you just kind of they egg each other on basically um Love so it. i don't know if these guys were have always been together like i think usually you get kind of a dog and then another dog it's kind of rare you get like two puppies like from the very beginning and then bring them up together have you i don't know i can't think of a time i've ever even heard of that really no most people get one then get another uh, yeah. At least that has been the pattern that I have seen with the people I've encountered is they either adopt one and then a second comes or they lose one and they feel like their dog is too depressed. So they get a, a, yeah. a poor dog for their dog and it helped many times. It does help. I know with your case, it didn't really, but most of the time it does. And then I've heard of stories of people who actually take their dog to the shelter to pick up a kitten. That's a really good idea. I never thought, yeah. of, I mean, you would think it would just cause fights with other dogs, but that is interesting to see because you have to know that dynamic. That's so important. So then um, they'll take their dog to the kitten to pick up a kitten and then they'll kind of see which kitten feels comfortable with the dog because that's really the most important thing is okay. the cat going to be comfortable with the dog. And again, you cannot judge an interaction, five minute interaction and think, oh, this is perfect. Because just the fact that a cat is not meowing or interacting and is being quiet doesn't mean the cat's not frightened or fearful, yeah. really. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What? So I've never done this. You've you've worked at shelters before. Um, I haven't worked at any shelters in the United States. Are you allowed to bring your current dog to a shelter if you're thinking about getting another dog to see how they get along or what that's like? Each shelter may be different, and liability-wise, okay. you are you may not be allowed to bring your dog in. Okay. But they can meet outside. Okay. So they'll have a playpen or an area. And, of course, everything has to be very uh, uh, observed and, and, you know, very diligent about their behavior because you just don't know. But there are certain areas, there are certain places where they would because also they want to make sure everybody's happy. So they're going to yeah. have to allow for that interaction somewhere. 
Well, and neutral ground is a good ground. Yeah, and you don't want people bringing dogs back, but then at the same time, you you can't blame the family with the the dog that originally, if they're trying to find a match for their pet, if it doesn't work out, there has to be, I never thought about this. There has to be, okay, take them for a week or here's this play area, have them hang out two or three different times, different days and see if maybe they weren't just having a good day or a bad day. If you really to kind of, yeah. Cause I mean, it's not, uh, that's a, that's a big commitment. That's a big life change for everybody. Um, yes. not anything and, and the ever- thing is, is shelter or rescue will have different things. And a rescue will have more leeway yeah. to allow for that interaction than a shelter because usually shelters are state funded and run differently. So they, the state does not want to get sued just in case something happens. So it may be easier if it goes to a foster home or through a foster home, then you can have that interaction. That works. But again, each place is different. So it's just a matter yeah. of, you know, of asking basically what you can or cannot do. And if you bring your pet and you ask them like, hey, this is what we want to do. Most people who love animals will definitely help you to get the best pet. It's just no question yeah. about it. Yeah, it's it's important. Yeah, again, it's something I just hadn't thought about. Um, so these next guys, I don't know if they uh, came in together, got brought up together. I actually don't even know if they belong in the same household. But maybe when they get together, clearly they've. Oh uh, yeah, you they, mentioned it, but we haven't seen it. They uh, they clearly get their their cardio in because I have never seen a game of tetherball this intense. <laughs> in my whole life. Oh, yeah, yeah. He just goes flying. <laughs> I tell you who's the, the winner there. <laughs> I tell you who's Come putting out the most energy. <laughs> I know this kind that of tortoise in the hair, just because the brown one's all over the place, doesn't mean he's winning. <laughs> that's true. Nobody is in my case. But that's a, that's a nice way to have your pet uh, play. Because honestly, it's a great way for them to, like you said, burn calories, interact with one another, and just have a fun time. Mm-hmm. I love the beginning here where the dog just literally goes flying like through the screen and into the bush almost. Oh, yes, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Who damaged the tomatoes? Oh, the beans. I don't know. I think those may be beans. <laughs> but I did. I, so I saw a um, like a DIY video online um about a guy basically they're gonna keep going maria unless you pause them you're gonna keep hearing those little those little guys barking in the background um they that basically was adorable. Had... that was adorable it really is just still barking <laughs> but um, that unstoppable they're still barking even after we stop the video <laughs> so it was it was a guy that was building something like this for a bigger dog and they, they had an old ball, like it was deflated um, at the top, but he was he was anchoring it in like concrete and like really giving the pole some stability. And it was a chain, not a string, because it was a medium sized to large dog. And the, the ball was a little out of their reach. So it was kind of meant for them to bite and hang or bite and walk so yeah. they could jump up and hit it with their nose or so they could play with it. They could hang from it. They could stretch on it. Um but it was a really interesting DIY video. Not that it's that special to like dig a hole, put concrete, stick pole. You know, it wasn't like a big like, oh, there's so many secrets there. I didn't know how to do that. <laughs> <laughs> He's revealed your secrets of how you pour concrete. 
But I thought it was just kind of a really cool idea of just like exactly like you said, like something like that in your backyard, like they get the energy and they can play and there's different uses for it. Like there's so many fun toys like that, that we, that again, we don't think we would maybe think of to put up for our kids, a tetherball exactly. pole or put a slide for our kids. But man, I almost anything I can think of that I would put up for a kid to play with, I would also put up for a dog. I mean, I, you know, that, that'll be another fun one in the comments. If you guys can think of a toy, not a toy, but like an apparatus, some kind of playing thing that kids do that you're like, nope, dogs would not go for that. Or I would not let my dog do that. Um, I'd be really curious, like trampoline like, dogs are always like along. Love those videos. <laughs> I wonder what would be a good one. Like I cannot think of any, any of any choices I will have. Yeah, I can't think of any sports like I'm like ball sports or like I, I mean we saw the hockey dog when we did the animals on ice, so I can't say I wouldn't want my dog playing with like a hockey puck or something that was like Polo. What's Polo. that? Polo. Riding a horse. <laughs> no, I've seen that video. I've seen Are that video. We got it coming up. It's it's in unusual friendships. It's a video that we're we're gonna be doing soon. No. Yeah. There's like two. There's like a dog riding a horse, basically, like these dogs jumping on and off this mini pony. It's hilarious. Okay. Like, oh, no, these were goats. They were goats. So the what goat would know? jump on the back of the mini pony's back and then jump off. And then they would just and the the horse doesn't even move. It just sits there. It's like, OK, guys, glad you're having fun. So, goats are just so energetic and they're always wanting to climb. And it's just so much fun when you go to the petting zoo, be prepared because they're going to try to chew your stuff. And they're going to try to jump on you. And that's just part of the fun mm -hmm. of going to a petting zoo. In my kind of like dogs that way. They have to chew your stuff and then jump on you. <laughs> Sounds amazing. It's delightful. It's delicious. It's lovely. <laughs> but yeah, I couldn't, I was trying to like, I mean, if your dog doesn't like water, okay, that kind of cuts out some stuff. Like, and you wouldn't do it for every dog, but I mean, like I've seen the, the water skiing squirrel and like, so yeah, like dog surfing, there's stuff that like very few dogs would want to do. But like, I'm thinking of stuff that I had in my backyard as a kid um, or toys at a playground or something. And I'm like, maybe they wouldn't have that fun, much fun with a merry-go-round. They probably wouldn't enjoy a merry-go-round very much. I don't know. Some dogs are like addict to, to the movement. And okay. I mean, I wouldn't think they'll go really fast, but I've seen dogs in swings. And that's almost yeah. a version of that merry-go-round if you go gently. Yeah, but it's pretty rare I see a dog in one of those baby swings and they look happy. They do look a little tortured sometimes. Where's <laughs> <laughs> when the kid puts the cat in and the cat is just looking so miserable, but he's like, okay, my owner did this. Yeah. <laughs> Are we there yet? Are we done yet? Yeah. <laughs> oh, we're back. No, we're gone. Oh, we're back. Now we're gone. <laughs> Please, Lord, tell me this is over. <laughs> I'm trying to scan through my brain what will be a toy or a thing that you wouldn't want your pet to do. And I, I'm i actually looking forward to seeing what people say because I am trying to wreck my brain, trying to think of something that uh -huh. I will be like, got it. Like, you're not going to get get them to do horseback riding, but then you said, yes, they do. I've meant Paolo, but it's pretty close to hockey. But horseback riding, I don't really consider like a like a kid play thing. It's something kids do, but it's like playing with the ball, swimming, riding a bike, like going to the playground. Like, I, I mean, just like actual like play activities. I mean, we can think of very specific 
events where it's like, okay, yeah, an animal's not going to like, um, so I'm the one that compiles all the videos guys, just so you know, and Maria doesn't know what's coming up. So as we go through some of these, like I have videos in my mind that I already, I was about to say, oh, I couldn't see them doing this. And I'm like, nope, I already have a video of that. <laughs> so, <laughs> but if I do that, then I end up giving away what some of the future videos are because the fun. I love it because you were like, yeah, yeah. Like, nope, bite my tongue on that one because that one's awesome. That video is amazing. But that's basically how it goes. Like, if you guys were curious of the structure of the show, um, basically, I go find videos. I find something that intrigues me, makes me laugh. I find funny. I grab some stuff, put it together that kind of fits a general theme. And then we just kind of play them as we go as we're having conversations. I don't want to keep talking about videos we have coming up or future videos, not because I don't want to promote it, though I don't want to do that. I don't like to sit and promo stuff, but I also don't want Maria to know what's coming in future videos because then she's like, oh, this is that video you were talking about, opposed to, oh, it's amazing. I can't believe it, which that's the reaction I want. Exactly, exactly. Basically, uh, what I bring to the table besides my wisdom and knowledge is my reaction. <laughs> and sparkling personality and, and glasses. Um <laughs> No, no, I got it. Pepita. Yes. On the rare occasion, her cat personality uh, deems us worthy of her joining a, a cast, which is probably one in every 20 or so. She, she'd be like, fine, I shall bless you with my presence for no more than five minutes. Five minutes? Uh, hello, no more than five seconds. No more than <laughs> I mean, oh, she would start moving around. One time in a video, she made me stand up because she was barking. Mm -hmm. And I had to like, excuse me, I shall be back. My master is calling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's but let's be honest, me. all of you pet owners know that that's the way it goes. The, the animals I are is. in charge. It We're definitely is. Catering to the animals, basically. Oh, man. I we hope love you them. Yes, exactly. Um, I hope you guys had a good time. Maria and I always enjoy doing these. That's that is why we're here. Um, again, we are so looking forward to uh, building the community and getting some discussions going. Some of these would have been so much fun if we had the uh, the live stream chats going. We're really looking forward to doing those probably in the next month or so. Um, we're not going to set time limits on. We're going to just kind of see how everything develops. But we're looking forward to that. And that's kind of a big part of why we're here. Maria and I can talk to each other anytime we want and watch videos and talk about them. But we're really looking forward to just having the community and everybody talking and interacting and sharing stories. And I want to hear your perspectives of, of games. And I think every episode we always end up asking everybody something about their perspective because we don't know at all. We have fun and we see stuff and, and we have some knowledge, but previous video we were talking about border collies and I've never owned one and Maria hasn't, and we don't, we don't have personal firsthand knowledge. So we're looking forward to last video, anybody telling us what it's like owning a border collie and, and, other piece of advice for people. But um, thank you so much, guys, for joining us. And uh, hopefully we will see you again next time.